2: Love Talk Radio Flurries, you better grab a life vest Did I lie? Yes! Bye bye Pull the mask off People aren't going to like what they see It's gonna look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this I'm gonna be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello, Will. Yeah, hey, it's Boogie. Hey, check this out. I always feel. unscrupulous, and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, my friends. You are listening to the Big Brother After Show for Season 19. I am your host, Sam Williams, the troubadour of talk, the toxic shock of block talk, And your host through the Big Brother Season 19 fiasco And I am happy and humbled to be here with you Now, you guys know, I tell you That, uh, in fact, I want to tell you guys We're coming from the Dead Lizard Studios That's about uh, 40 minutes south of Atlanta It's called Dead Lizard because there is a dead lizard in the studio From which I am operating from Coming to you live across the globe So I just thought I'd throw that in there, a little piece of useful information. But I told you guys, we're going to be announcing the live HOH winner as soon as we know what's going on. I can tell you what we're up to date with right now. Of course, we're going to talk about this week. But, you know, you want to know what's current. You're you're tuning in because you want to know what's going on with your favorite show. And uh, as to no surprise to anyone, certainly not me, uh, Josh is down off the wall. Mark is down off the wall. Uh, Raven has dropped off the wall Ramsey's has dropped off the wall As is Kevin dropped off the wall um, Now Quick reference point I don't know what that would leave That would leave Alex, Jessica Or Alex, Jessica, Jason um, Elena Matthew And Dominique So there's still quite a few people up on the wall So it's, it's got a long way to go But I'm sure that deals are going to be made and things are going to change I told you guys uh, I meant to throw Ramsey's in there I'm glad I didn't Because, man, would I look like a fool But, you know, I told you guys Back when this show When we first did the first episode Second episode We got kind of into Alex uh, And her competition ability You know, look These smaller guys These smaller people uh, Like James um, And like Alex You know, James from a couple of seasons ago Or actually last season The season before um, And the evil dentist and These guys always do really well In these comps uh, because you know, when you're smaller, you tend to do a little bit easier. Or you just tend to have a little easier time, uh, especially when it comes to endurance. There's not so much weight on your feet. I know that sounds very elementary, but it's, there's some truth to that. I mean, you know, smaller people just do well in you know, those kind of comps. And uh, you know, I think you're looking at an Alex Jessica situation easily. I mean, one of these other guys can pull it off. Don't don't get me wrong, but. How interesting would it be for Jessica to be able to pull off an HOH and then Cody return on Friday, next Friday? How crazy is that? We're going to talk a little bit about the return as we go further. Uh, But, of course, you know, I want to tell you guys, uh, you know what the show's about. We go live every Thursday, 11 p.m., or you wouldn't be here. Listen, we've been getting enormous support uh, from all you fans out there that have been listening uh, to Big Brother and the Big Brother After Show um, that, you know, we're really... Really, really, really excited for the numbers that we're seeing. I mean, thank you guys so much. Um, but every Thursday, you can't listen to us Thursday, please. Listen to us, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we basically take the week, we break it down. You know, spoilers are irrelevant at this point because we already know everything. That's why we do Thursdays. It's just everything's current and everything's live. We've tried to do the Sundays and the Wednesdays, and we try to do that. But really, what we found was that we were just really just chasing, chasing spoilers left and right. And, you know, you, you never know when you're ahead or behind. There's so much going on, usually in a, in a week. Not this week so much. It's a little bit tame. I think somebody posted a, 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 a GIF of like a moon in the sky, just clouds going by. That's kind of how it felt this week. It was a really slow week. Um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about why it was a slow week, but... Uh, you know, Thursday, everything's just caught up. We're, we're at to the new HOH. We can talk about everything that's been going on. We can talk about power rankings. We can talk about spoilers and things that have been going on the week, all that tie together to start make sense, starting to make sense on a Thursday, because that's usually when things start to come up. Uh, and so that's why we do go live Thursdays. Um, so every Thursday, guys, I'm going to be here. Please don't forget, we get big support from Morty's TV. Check them out, mortystv.com. Uh, go to the Big Brother section. There's also a forum where I am at if you want to talk. Tell me the show's awful. Tell me the show's great. Tell me you wish I was never on air. That's all fair game. We can do that. But I am there uh, periodically checking in on post on that forum. So just go to the Big Brother part of the forum, uh, and you'll see Big Brother after show. They're a huge, huge help to me, Great partnership. Uh, Hopefully we help their numbers. Hopefully they're. I know they've helped ours. Uh, So please go visit them for your spoilers. It's a great place to go. Lots of great people. They do have people that are watching the feeds 24 hours a day, giving you information. So it's a lot. It's a lot of uh, insider stuff that you. It's hard to get anywhere else. But they're awesome at what they do. Uh, Don't forget, we got a Twitter too. I got to do all this stuff. BB After Show. Please come and join us. Follow us. I will follow you back if I've ever missed you. Send me a message. I will make sure I make it right. Uh, but we try to get everybody followed. Uh, we try to tweet as much as we can. We do a lot of polls, and so we did a poll this week, a poll that one of my good friends and somebody who follows me gave me a lot of a lot of hell for. But I love him anyway, and you know I know that it 's just it 's just positive criticism it 's not trying to knock me down he He got me he got my ego a little bit. He got my goat, and then he explained sam you know i 'm just trying to make your show better. you know what s c Thumbs up, buddy. You're right. You do help me make the show better, and you have corrected me on Twitter on things I was wrong about, too, so I always learn something from that. Um, there's some things that we've got to talk about So we head into this week. Now, I told you guys this week was a little slow,
3: um,
1: and I asked you guys, and this is going to tie to a lot of important stuff later, which is, you know, do you feel like having somebody to hate on the show makes the season better? Now I want to explain this because I think there were some some things that were lost in translation. What I mean by that is is it fun to ha- is it more fun to have somebody to actually root against during a season than somebody to actually cheer for in a season? Now I have a belief that seasons get better the more you have somebody to cheer against. Okay, I, you know uh, and and you know what Rachel's been fantastic to this show. She has retweeted. She's responded. She, you know, whether you love her or hate her on the show, uh, she is really awesome to the actual um, Big Brother community of fans uh, who love the show. She's, she's always been very kind. And her sister as well has retweeted us and, and responded to us and been very kind. In fact, a lot of them have been. Um, but there's a lot of people, and I think she would be okay with saying this, a lot of people, when they see Rachel coming, I know people when they see Rachel coming on, on the show and the, t- the two times she's been on, they thought oh god here we go but don't doubt for one second that that didn't make the season more interesting for them there is always something in a player you're cheering against and you know what we put the poll out there the poll was do you have persons uh, does having a person to cheer against make a season better 79% of you said yes I love to hate listen big brother fans love to hate whether we hate production whether we hate a player, whether we hate a twist, whether we hate uh a something going on, we love to hate. And it's all out of and it's it's strictly out of out of love for the show. But sometimes it's a weird really really weird group of people, especially when you go back to the original season or not the original season, but the earlier seasons where a lot of us were very critical of the of the older versus the newer seasons and how things used to be good and you know, we We're like in rocking chairs like grandparents in a nursing home talking about how the old days used to be. But even then, there was a lot of people complaining about things. So we do love to hate because we love the show, and I think that that translates into players as well. There is a very, very important part of the show, which is kind of the villain. Uh, You could call Janelle kind of the villain. I mean, later on, you know, you appreciate him. You can call Will a villain. Many felt Boogie was a villain. Uh, Some thought Daniel Reyes was a villain. So some of our best players were villains. And I'm not going to go out on that, uh, you know, pirates walking the plank here with with the sword. I'm not going to say that Cody is a great player or a masterful player. But Cody provided something really, really important here. And I think Cody makes more sense now than we thought he did just 48 hours ago. I think that Cody was an important part of this season to make this season work a little bit because I think that you have to have somebody you don't like in the house that keeps overcoming odds and keeps keeping you tuning, turning in every, every week. If you just have the favorites always winning and favorites always doing great and there's no adversity in, this, in the seasons, we've seen that, and it's not fun. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not an entertaining season when things are just going right for the right people the whole time. It's nice to see when we have a villain, and I don't take that on Cody outside the house. I'm saying in the house. Cody being a villain, I think, helped the season start off in the right way. A lot of you guys hate him, but a lot of you ended up really coming back to him, and we're going to talk a lot about that. Now, we know Paul wins HOH. We were talking about that last time, um, and you'll have to excuse me. As I'm doing this, I'm trying to find out if there's going to be an HOH winner, so there's going to be occasions where I may... Drift off at times, trying to find out who is going to be. Uh, Matt has fallen, and Alex is fighting, just to kind of keep you an update as it goes. Um, But we saw Paul win HOH. Now, we're going to talk a lot about Paul and his game and how I feel about it. But he puts up Alex and Josh, both pawns. Alex and Josh very smart to go along with it and say, hey, that's cool. They didn't fight on it. They kind of went with it, and I think that helped them out a lot as far as their standing socially. Um, but the backdoor plan is to put up Cody. Ramsey's, as we know, goes through this, uh, you know, uh, I guess, what would you call it, curse, where he's got to put himself up. Uh, and I think it was super smart to do it this week. I mean, give Ramsey's credit. I can't give him a ton, but on this one I can. I think this is the right week to jump in there and put yourself up. Um, he has an agenda, you know, and you're playing the timing game for putting yourself at the right time. I think it's perfect. I think it was really big for him to go ahead and just do that. Um, but, you know, listen, you've been told you're safe. You know you're safe. You're the third nominee. You know you're safe. All you got to do is throw the veto. I really don't understand where this guy came from talking about how he promised his mother and his brother and his cousins and his sister's aunt and his nephew that he would fight for comps and didn't know if he could really truly throw the veto. Listen, man, there's a reason they're not in the house. There's a reason you are. And there's a reason why those people don't really know what they're talking about and maybe the other people in the house do. They're living it day to day, and Paul does know a lot about this game. If Paul's telling you you're safe and you know already, I mean, there wasn't anything that Ramsey's really needed to be convinced of. He knew that Cody was the target. He knew that Cody was the person going down. He should have laid down... Listen, to come in second in that, that, if he'd win the veto, he's a marked man. He's got not a lot of people on his side right now. I don't understand where Ramsey's was really coming from. I mean, I get it that you think you threw it, but come on, man. All you have to do is sit on the ground for a little while. I mean, you can time out, you know, what five minutes feels like. Maybe it doesn't feel like it's that long when you're live in the game. But I have to believe that at some point you know that you are – Probably not wasting enough time, especially when people are taking 20-some-odd minutes. Ramsey's made a big mistake there, and it made him look very, very shady. I think Ramses has to make something happen for himself because I believe that he is a very, very big target. Just for the fact that he showed that, I think that puts a really big target on Ramsey's back. But, uh, you know, it's just... How weird would that have been if he'd have fallen into the wind? I mean, he would have never been able to talk himself out of it. Cody and Jessica probably would have been, uh, obviously would have been safe because he would have used it on himself. What a mess it would have been. And, man, he just, he just played it too close. He flew too close to the sun, and uh, his wings caught on fire. He was in a good spot, not so good now. We'll see that reflect in the power rankings. But, as all things come out, sometimes with Big Brother, and how some people have felt things have gone a little Paul's way lately, Paul ends up winning the H.O.H. and Cody replaces Josh. Now, I'll take a moment to talk about Josh because I'm concerned. I don't think Josh's need to—I don't think Josh going off was needed. And as we're seeing what's happening coming up next Friday, I think it's even more important to say you got to know when to keep your mouth shut. The game at that point is done. I mean, Cody is going up, you're coming down, and you just run your mouth and run your mouth and run your mouth. Guys, he's very overdramatic. I think actually that Josh is probably the most emotional player in this game. He's very easily rattled. I wouldn't tie my ship to him if you paid me a million bucks. I think he is somebody that will turn on you the moment that he feels a little pressure. I think he's awful with stress. And I think that Josh is a liability way more than he's an asset. Now, given that, his position in the game is really good. And I gave him a good spot on my power rankings for that. I don't know many people that could get accused of uh, what, peeping in on a, somebody taking a shower and all the things this guy's done and still be valuable just for the voting aspect of it. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. I mean, at one point Christmas was talking about how Josh is their ride and die through the season. I mean... Pretty incredible stuff for Josh, and I don't even know that he's doing anything to earn that. He's just there. But I really, really think Josh was dumb for for going off the way that he did and continue to do that. I think he's a walking time bomb. I am going to expect Josh to come to a point, uh, if he's not voted out, he's either going to be in a power position at some point possibly, and I think he's going to be so emotionally wrecked That he's going to put up really stupid, pointless nominees. He's going to tick off people that he's aligned with. I just see him having the same type of personality he had when he walked in the door. It's going to be about Josh, and Josh, to me, is not a stable, solid player. Anyone hooking their boats up to him are going to be really disappointed. But he comes down, he goes off, he says what he needs to say. I hope he felt better because he may be eating those words come Friday, next Friday. You've got to be careful. Next Friday, um, as we learn that we can expect the unexpected that's unexpected every season for the past five seasons, which is we're going to have a buyback, and we're going to have people fighting to get back in the house and fighting for this. Look, no surprise, Cody goes home tonight. Cody is a very driven guy, and... and <laughs> I got a lot to say about Cody After Christmas But I think there's a lot We learned about Cody And a lot that we took For granted with Cody And we're going to get to that But Cody returns in this house And he's got a very good chance Depending on who goes home Thursday But he's got a very good chance To return in this game And if you think for a second He's going to forget anything Josh said You're out of your mind It's the exact reason Why Josh should keep his mouth shut Um just a HOH update. I'm going to do here and there. Alex seems to be doing really good on that wall. Like we said, I guess it would be between Alex and Jessica. Good luck. There's going to be a there's going to be a deal made there. There's got to be a deal made there because Jessica's a very obvious person to be put up. But I kind of think she's slipping under the radar if she plays her cards right. But back to what's currently going on, or what was going on, is Christmas. We saw Christmas win this temptation where she can replace herself. We talked about that last week. I think it's a lame, lame power. What the power should have been is just to give you the damn veto. It is a temptation that's supposed to be worth its weight to tell me that you're going to have the opportunity to plan a POV. And on top of that, maybe be out for six weeks where you can't compete is absolutely pointless. I would congratulate you guys on that vote, but you know what? I, there, y'all, I don't even know what to say to you. If you voted for Christmas, you got to think about this. There was probably a better power later to give her uh, when she was going to be very vital to the game. I think you gave it to her too early, and you gave her, and they gave her a really huge dud of a temptation. Just the opportunity to play in the POV. The question comes down to if she is already picked, and the, P, and the temptation is for her to replace somebody with herself that's playing for POV, what is the point? Because if she's, already nom- if she's already been chosen to play for the POV, she can't, replace her- she can't put herself in twice. So it's kind of a messed up situation. I think what they should have done is just given her a veto to use at any point in the game that she wants to use it. I think that would have been a great power, would have been a great temptation, would have been well worth it. And honestly, guys, I keep telling you these punishments are wasteful. People dressed up like frogs hopping from place to place, that's not a punishment. I believe that this game, that this twist, as we always say about, you know, I was telling you earlier, we always find something to complain about, but these twists should have come with a punishment to the person who takes it. Uh, Paul is not affected by Ramsey's being on the block for three weeks or, or having to be on the block. Christmas suffers none from the people she picked to be in the frog suit. Obviously, she blames Jason for breaking her foot, which I don't think is Jason's fault. I think it's Christmas's fault. You don't jump on a guy's back and all that stuff. That was all part of you. Jason didn't throw you on his back and take off running. You did it, but. And I know you guys love Christmas, so I got to be careful. But, you know, this is a really horrible temptation, and the punishment was just awful. Um, I think that they should have just given her a veto to be able to have, to hold. When she wants to use it, she has to use it within four evictions or she loses it. I think that would have been fantastic. It probably would have helped her more, being that she was injured, that if she were to go up, she could have used it. Um, I think that it was just such a pointless temptation to give. And, you know, I mean, by the time you guys voted, you didn't know she was going to be hurt and all that, but it just ended up being just an awful, awful, awful temptation. Um Again, you know, we see Christmas injured and, and there's been a lot of talk about Christmas's injury um, I, Like I said, I know that I know that she blames Jason You can just tell it I, I think that uh, Christmas is a little delusional We saw her talk a lot about Cody and Jessica being after her Because of jealousy and all this other stuff I think that there is a lot about Christmas that's a little delusional And, and I think that comes with being in shape, being fit uh, Being a workout guru uh, expert, I think that probably comes a lot with the territory. And I don't think that it's a big, big surprise. So she has it, and I think it's made her a little bit unaware of truly what's going on in the game. Um, I think that she's injured. I think that she is in danger of being a really easy nominee. This is somebody who can't play for POV, really, to get herself off the block. Uh, if it's a physical comp, she's out of it. And if it happens before this injury is repaired, she's, she's got no shot. Um, now, they may throw – if she she's on the block, they may throw a veto out there that's a little bit more puzzle-oriented or something like that. But still, you know, she's working her game, but she's not physically working her game, and that can really, really hurt her. And like I said – you you team up with people that will give you an option uh, to do more in the game. They're going to benefit you in some way. It is very, very hard for me to see that Christmas benefits anyone in this game. Uh, I mean, socially, I think she's very strong personality. I, I see her a lot like Paul. She's very strong. There are certain things that she sees a certain way that she wants. She's going to talk people into trying to do it. At the end of the day, though, People need to know that if there's a need for an HOH, they can rely on you. You can play for a power of veto to save them on the block if they're up. Um, there's just certain things that people need you when they align with you, and I think that it's going to come to a light bulb point where it's going to go off, and somebody's going to say, "You know what? Christmas is really not helping me." And God, when she gets strong, when she, you know, if she's going to sit here for six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks, and I'm going to feel bad for her for sitting for six to eight weeks? What am I going to do when she gets strong and comes back and wants to win an HOH? By God, i tell you what. I think her her weeks are numbered. I think that she's going to be a very easy person to put up for a lot of people. And I wouldn't do it too soon. There's no point. There's just no competition uh, that she can really compete in. I mean, they may be able to do some trivia and puzzles. She might be able to compete. Uh, but I, I take my chances, I roll my dice on that, and I, and I really wait to strike on her or to find a way to strike her out right before she starts getting to feel better to, to come back. But I think this sympathy thing is only going to last so long. And like I said before, she kind of talks enough to get herself into trouble. Um, I, 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 I think that her anger towards Cody was reasonable, um, but as we found out later, Cody had a reason for it. But I just find that Christmas is somebody that's going to be worth putting up and not having a lot of blood. I mean, yeah, you might be aligned with her, but at the end of the day, Christmas going up, really you could write that off. I'd write it off. I'd be like, well, you know, I lost her. But you know what? She wasn't going to help me anyway. She was not going to be able to compete for a while. She's 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 kind of lost. And honestly, I think you're going to see some players pull away from her a little bit. Like I said, I think she talks like Paul. She's very strong when she talks, and I think with her inability to compete, I think that I can see the house kind of backing away from her as the weeks go by, so I'm not really hot on Christmas right now. I know you guys love her. I just don't think that I think she's too easy of a target, especially as she starts to get herself worked back into coming back, and I think When somebody sits around that long and they can't compete and they can't walk and they're kind of, and especially when they're physical and they like to do things, obviously like she does, it creates a lot of issues for that person to be able to be happy. I could see Christmas being pretty miserable soon. uh, And I I think that that part of it is coming. Um, Just checking up on... Jessica and Dom have both dropped on the HOH, just so you know. I don't even know who that leaves. I'll find out in a second. (laughs) I guess it's going to leave Alex, honestly. I don't even know who else would be up, but uh, we'll find that out in a second. But um, Christmas is in a a place where I think it's kind of dangerous for her. Idle hands are the devil's playground, as they say, and I think it's going to work for her in that way. Listen, guys, I've got to take a quick break. You know how this works. When I come back, we're going to talk about the meat of this whole week, Cody, because i got a lot to say, and I think that you're going to actually kind of appreciate some of it. Let me go to a commercial, guys. I'll be right back. You're with the Big Brother after show. Don't go anywhere. You will absolutely regret it.
2: It's summertime again, which can only mean one thing. Big Brother coverage is back at Morty's TV. Morty's TV is the website
1: that's been covering Big Brother USA since 2000. And now Morty's coverage is on Facebook and Twitter. So check out our links at mortys slash bb or tvfanforums.com. everybody for hanging in there. You know, you got to take a little break. It looks like we've got Elena, if I'm unless I'm wrong. We've got Elena and we've got uh, uh, Alex fighting it out, which is interesting because I thought these guys kind of were good together. Uh, but it seems like maybe, you know, they don't trust each other so much. Distrust in the house is one of the best things we can get. So we're going to keep an eye on that. We got a long way to go. Hopefully they will fall soon and we can uh, announce that in the show, which I love doing. So just keep... Keep in tune, we're down to two people on the wall that I know of. Uh, It will uh, be announced here very shortly, I'm sure. Um, Well, guys, listen, we're down to a situation where we're talking to Cody. And, you know, we thought Cody may be irrelevant, right? But he's not irrelevant because there is, as we already announced, and we kind of suspect it, if you follow our Twitter, there is going to be a, a battle back show which I find interesting, you know, look, at this point, you got to give, I'm, I'm an odds guy, you know, URC retweeted us. He, he was, you know, one of the masterminds when it comes to uh, handicapping games and having people around the handicap games, a real mastermind at that kind of thing and, and a good friend of the show. And I tell you right now, I, love, I bet his odds are, are really good for Cody coming back. I bet you'd have to put down a lot of money to get some back on Cody uh, right now Because I think right now Cody's determined and, and driven uh, You know, it was I, Like I told you guys I think there's some corners some stones to a great season uh, Players need to be interesting I think we got that a little bit uh, There needs to be a hero I think we're still trying to find him Or her, could be a her uh, We need a divided house We thought we had it It kind of turned on us You need drama, we've got that But you also need a villain and I think Cody played that villain without realizing he's a villain. How many really know that they are when they go in the house? But it's sad. You know, we had that divided house. Uh, you know, Cody had a group of people, I think it was nine that he was working with. Uh, and, I, and I have to be honest with you. I think he got a really bad shake. I said this, you know, in the first show, uh, the second show. You know, look, how many people is he going to have to go through? I mean, he's basically marked himself for death. The minute that he goes through his third nominee, uh, you know, he, he nominates half the House almost. quarter of the House, at least, has been, has been named by Cody to go up. Very stressful situation. I think there are moments that Cody was taken so off guard that I think, for instance, Christmas was just a name that was on his mind at the moment because he had some concern. And I think he pretty much validated that in his, in his uh, eviction speech tonight. Um, but let's be honest. You know, I know a lot of you like Paul. I get that. But as a person in the house, I think Paul is the right target. I mean, you can't argue with that rationale. Paul is a great target to go after. He is a vet. He has played second. He knows how the game works. He knows how to work it socially. He knows how to work the comps. We're seeing that already. People are eating out of his hand a little bit for the last couple of weeks. And Cody was not wrong. I mean, whether you like Paul or not, look at it from a game standpoint. Cody was absolutely right about going after Paul. Um, I think that taking the non-bracelet winners, grouping them up with himself, was the easiest route he could have taken. He should have stuck with that. He should have stayed very tight with that group. Um, I think that things really begin to fall apart from him way before Paul. I think the harshness that he gave Megan, the things that he said to Megan, I think threw a lot of his people off. I think it goes way back to that. Um, Listen, you cannot like someone or whatever, but when you're in week one, to tell somebody harshly that you just don't like them and you don't like anything that, that they stand for or whatever, and you just don't like them, that comes across very badly to the rest of the house. That pretty much tells you, okay, well, he's going to be a straight shooter, but when he gets mad at me, is he going to put me up and is he going to try to say things about me to everybody? I think that that's when things crumbled. I think Mark thought it was extremely harsh. I think Matt thought it was extremely harsh. I think there's a lot of people that kind of were like, oh, man, like you don't go that far. You don't say that. I think that that's when everything started to break apart for Cody right then. I think that it was – For the Paul situation Now he may have had people that were willing to continue To work with him after that But as we got deeper I think people began To notice issues with Cody And working with Cody Now I'm going to say this We saw the interview with Cody after he was evicted Tonight and how weird was it to see Three votes go to Ramsey's and Kevin Kevin continues to throw Votes out there that I love I've always said if I get in that House and I don't even try out but if I was ever Just thrown in that house One thing I would do every week is vote absolutely opposite of everybody else and blame it on other people. Kevin is not necessarily trying to blame it on other people, but he's misting very well, if you know that phrase from Dan. He's misting very well with people, and he's kind of letting people get off his track a little bit. I don't know how long that's going to last. But for now, people are a little bit off of Kevin's scent. They really like him. He's playing a great social game. But I love the fact that he throws in weird votes. We get three votes for Ramses, and Christmas is one of them. Now, who knows why, but there was a moment where I thought this may go exactly the way it needs to go for the season to go right. Now, I'm not a Cody fan per se, but I just love a great season, and some of this great season is going to rely on Cody getting a little bit deeper in this season. But really, was Cody wrong, or did Cody just not have good communication? I think Cody is guilty of bad communication, I don't think his thought process were wrong. And if you know, if you've been listening to Cody lately uh, on the feeds and whatnot, Cody is very, very good at dressing down a lot of the players. He's a very, very observant person. He is very good at nailing somebody's character pretty quickly. But I think a lot of his guilty situation where it hurt him was playing the poker face. Immediately, as soon as he knows he's going home, I see a difference in Cody. You see a difference in Cody. We see Cody become a lot more friendly, a lot more talkative. He gets out. I thought he was great in the addiction interview. He was nothing like I thought he was going to be. He was a lot more open. He, you could tell he was hurt by the fact that he lost out on the game. You could see the excitement and the passion a little bit. And like Julie said, the revenge in his eyes, when he finds out, I'm going to get a shot to go back in, and I guarantee to you. That man is not going to let anything slide by, okay? He is going to try to win his way back in. And I pity anyone, unless it's some kind of trivia, God, if they make it a competition, I'm just, Jillian won't even even get her socks on by the time Cody's already run through it. So I know for a fact, very certain, as it stands right now, Cody's going to be back in that house. But I thought it was interesting that he comes out and the way that he talks about the game, and I think it was stupid to say that I wouldn't do anything different, but I definitely saw a difference in his personality. I, at that moment, kind of felt like that what we saw with Cody was a poker face. You know, if you watch poker, if you enjoy poker, uh, you know, I don't know, I'll say a name like Phil, Phil Ivey, these are guys that, you know, Phil Hellmuth, when they go into and they're playing cards, man, they don't look, they don't do anything, they look straight ahead, they play their cards, feels a little different now, but it used to be that way, where they're almost kind of intimidating, and that was the whole point of that. You know, you didn't want anybody to read your face, you didn't want anybody to read what your thought process was, you didn't want anybody to know when you're happy or sad, when you're holding a good hand, when you're holding a bad hand, when you're bluffing or being honest. I think that that was Cody this season. I think he made a huge error by not being himself and going in and playing a poker face type of role this season where he really didn't want anybody to really know what he was and wasn't going to do. And I think, obviously, those are major things that hurt him this season and threw a lot of people off. I mean, that awkward situation between him and Paul, you know, when Paul was giving away friendship bracelets, I just think that it was, yeah, he didn't like Paul, and it was very obvious he didn't like Paul, but I don't know that it was I can't control my emotions type of thing. I think it's more or less that Cody just didn't want to reveal too much of himself to people. Um, And I think it ended up being a mistake. That's very important um, in the first couple of weeks of a season, in my opinion. And like I say, hey, um, and by the way, Atlanta drops Alex does win HOH For all you Alex fans Alex has won HOH um, And we're going to talk a little bit about What her possible nominees would be um, But uh, You know I lost my place But Cody, I just think Was playing a poker face role I don't think he was being himself I hope that if he does win and goes back in That he plays a completely different type of game I would be very, very disappointed to see Cody go back in and hug up with Jessica and start that all over again. I think he needs to repair a lot of damage. I think he needs to make a lot of things right. And I think that he just needs to come in and be himself. The same guy that he left, I think he needed to to see. It's a shame that he really acted the way that he did when he left. We've seen that happen before where people just leave and they don't say bye. I think he should have let bygones be bygones at that moment, maybe even made a little peace with Josh, said, hey, no hard feelings, and left. I don't like a lot of things that he said that he was going to say about Josh, and a lot of you are aware of that. He said that he was going to start some rumors that were very inappropriate about Josh. And as much as Josh is not on my favorite list, I think it's a huge, huge mistake to go that far. Um, And that kind of shows a little bit of who Cody is deep down, and that's a scary thing. But let's hope that when Cody, if, if, if Cody gets the shot to come back in, that he will change a little bit of his personality to make it better. I think Cody does so much better if he wins like, a, like the third HOH. I think he does so much better to win an HOH within the first four weeks than the very first one. This very first one would have cursed anyone in that position. I don't care if it was Alex, I don't care if it was Paul, I don't care if it was Christmas, I don't care if it was Kevin. Whoever was going to be in that first position the first week was going to be screwed with everything that happened, okay? Uh, the only way it probably doesn't get screwed is if Megan wins HOH. But it, anybody who's in that first HOH gets screwed. And and we can't be so certain that Cody is screwed if he doesn't win that first HOH and if he kind of makes it through the next couple of weeks. Uh, so, I give Cody a little bit of leniency there, and I hope that he does come in uh, thinking of things a little bit differently, but I think things really started off wrong when he said the things he said about Megan. Uh, I think he made a lot of mistakes when he put Christmas up. I think he could have explained the Paul thing fine. I think he could have looked at everybody and said, look, man, I, think he, I, I understand why he didn't tell people about Paul. I do get it. Paul, obviously, and this is where we talk about Cody having a really good pulse on the personalities in that house and the characters in that house. He's not lying when he says, if I tell people that I'm putting up Paul, I think Paul finds out. I agree with him. I think somebody goes and tells Paul. Josh, somebody's telling Paul because there's an idea that we have to worship these vets when they come in as players. We see it year after year. Season 13, we saw vet worship. Uh, season 14, we saw vet worship. We see it every season we bring vets back. We saw uh, vet worship last season. So we see it every season. Uh, there's people, we walk in, and it's like the players are overwhelmed by seeing somebody that they've watched play, and they just start eating out of their hands because, well, hey, they know what they're doing. I want to be on their team. And, and let's be honest, I can't say that if I'm in – a house and Dr. Will comes back. The guy I consider one of the greatest players ever and you do too, let's not lie. I can't say that I don't want to be part of Chilltown. You know, I can't say that hey, I want to be in with you and Boogie. You know, I want to be, you know, Chilltown 3.0 and I'm not sure that I wouldn't let them use me three ways to Sunday. But we aren't talking about players that are not in my opinion on that level where they're just legendary. I don't see Paul that way. I don't see Frank that way and James. These are not legendary players. Although I can understand being a little awestruck when you see a vet come in, I think that makes me very nervous. I don't think that that makes me very excited. And I think Cody was one of those players that saw it for what it was, saw the danger in it, and immediately wanted to nip it in the bud. And I think he was very, very smart to see it that way. And I think putting up Paul truly could have been something he could have explained out. Look, he's a vet. I'm not going to sit here and let a vet control the house as he has. Look at y'all. Look at how many people he's got in control. You guys are doing all his work. He's got three weeks of safety, and you guys are doing all this work for him. You're doing whatever he tells you to do. I have to put him up because he's a danger to this house. I think you can explain it, and I think you can rally the troops. Could Cody have done it the way that Cody was playing? Maybe not, but I think Cody that we saw in the interview could have done it. And I think he could have convinced people. Putting up Christmas was just a really bad mistake. And I said it last week, and I think he pretty much verified it tonight. Christmas was just somebody that was on his mind. He knew that Christmas was talking a little bit. I think he saw some movement around with Paul with Christmas. I think that made him uneasy. And Christmas was just somebody on his mind. He could have easily put Ramsey's up, and I don't know that the back, back, uh, the blowback on that would have been as bad. Uh, I think he may have may have been okay another week. But... That's the situation that he's in and not necessarily of his control. But I'm hoping that if Cody comes back, that Cody begins to play a very social game, makes amends with everybody, says, look, I'm back in the house. Hopefully they give him a week of safety when he comes back, and he can say, look, I need to make amends with everybody, Josh. Getting kicked out of the house made me realize that I played a bad social game. I said some things about you. at it. This game has a very short memory. Uh, As we see with Josh, which I still just shake my head in astonishment that Josh gets away with what he gets away with and has because there's so much, it's whatever the drama is at that moment is what matters. And if Cody can take himself out of the drama of that moment, when he returns and makes amends, he may have a shot to last a little bit longer. We may get a really good season here. I don't know that him and Paul are going to make nice. I just don't. Uh, but I think that he can rally people away from Paul if he does it the right way. Um, and so I, I'm i very, very interested to see Cody return. And you know what? On top of that, that brings us really to Paul, and we've talked about Paul a little bit earlier. But, guys, i got to be honest. Looking at Paul's game right now, the, er- the error that I see, in my opinion, is that I really think Paul should have looked at these weeks of safety and said, I'm not doing a damn thing. What I am going to do is lay low and work my social game like it's never been worked before. I am going to work social game. I'm going to take these weeks that I'm safe. I'm not going to worry about HOH. I'm not going to worry about nominations. I'm not going to worry about POV. All I'm going to do is work my way in with every player I can. I'm going to get friendly with anyone I can, I'm going to look for common ground with anyone I can, and I'm going to socially be so tight in this game that everybody feels like I am I am valuable to them. I think what Paul has has done has been a mistake. I think there was absolutely no reason to win this H.O.H. I think he could have maybe even approached Cody and said, "Look, nobody suspects us to work together. You know, what if we work together? What if I don't put you up and we put somebody else out?" That would have been a pretty strong alliance, although I think it was pretty obvious to Paul that Cody was probably never really going to go with it. I don't think Cody's somebody that would just tell you yes to get through it. But I think that, again, that HOH win was kind of going to be a detrimental situation for Paul. Uh, yeah, it worked out for him to get Cody out, but he can't play this week, which means that he's going to be trying to tell Alex what to do. He's going to be trying to influence nominations. He's going to do what Paul did at the beginning of his season last year, which is what he's doing now. He's playing too hard. He's playing to the point where he's trying to coach people into what to do. Eventually, as people get comfortable in this game, they begin to find out that there's another agenda. And you're not really there for them. You're really there for yourself. And eventually I think that that's going to be a lot of Paul's downfall. He talks a lot, tells people a lot about what they need to do. And I'm not so sure that's always the best thing to do, especially when you don't have to do it. I think Paul would have been way smarter to concentrate on being a social magnet in the house, maybe telling people some, you know, if they ask advice or, hey, this is what it's like last year, this is what it was like for us, and blah, 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 blah. You're going to, times when people are having a hard time, missing home, you get in there, you work your way in there, you find that friendship. No pun intended. But I think you have to use those three weeks to really build relationships. And I think all he did was kind of build an army that was way too early. And I think that that's going to come back to bite him when other players begin to realize that I am in this game to win as well. I am doing Paul's bidding. The nice thing that I think about Alex winning is I think that Alex is going to be someone... Who takes on her own role I do not see Alex Just doing whatever Paul tells her to do I see Alex as somebody Who's going to try to make a move There's one thing about Alex And I don't know if you guys noticed it But in her eviction speech She said she was there to have fun competition She was there to compete Keep me in the house Because I'm going to compete Well You know If I'm in the house I don't want you to compete I want you, if you're a competitor, I want you gone. Or I would need to use you as a meat shield. One of the two. I need to use you to get votes. I need to use you to cause drama.
3: I need to use you
1: to be in front of me so that I can put it out there. But Alex is going to be somebody who's all about the competition and all about the spirit of the game. She's a great competitor, but sometimes she talks a little bit too much about being a competitive player. What I love about Alex is that I put her on my power ranking. swear to you, hand to God, put her on my power rankings, and we're going to see what spot she's in. But I really like the position that she's in
3: uh, already going
1: into this. I just hope that her HOH has run at the right pace uh, because I think that she has to be very, very careful about her nominees. I don't want her to go too crazy with them, although I think she will. Will, her, will Jessica be a nominee? We're not certain. We'll find out. But... We're going to talk a little bit about what Alex may do as we get down to the power rankings uh, because she is on there. But as we said, Paul should have really laid low, and I think that he's going to wear out his welcome soon. I think people, as they get uh, more comfortable in the game, they're going to see the kind of things that he's doing. You're going to see him as a controlling uh, player, and they're going to see him as a threat. You already went to HOH. My God, why? Why, why, why? I would sit there and bang my head against him. Why did I win that HOH? Paul, why? No reason to do it. Now you're a threat. They may do what you, what they want you to do now uh, or what you want them to do now, but there's going to be a day that comes when they don't feel so comfortable doing what you want, and they're going to see you as a comp threat and a social threat. I, just, I don't understand it, Paul. I think that that was actually a really bad move for him. As uh, so we saw, just to talk about some just random things, we saw Raven. Uh, she injured herself. Uh, she had I believe she had to get stitches. I don't know if she's going to be in or out of the game. Who knows? I mean, she's up there playing in the HOH, so I assume that she is in it to win it. Uh, but, you know, that's about all we can say about Raven. There's not a whole lot more going on with Raven. And the other thing we saw tonight was Dom's uh, Dominique's talk show. Um, it obviously got her in a little bit of hot water. And what I mean by that is I think she revealed a little too much doing her interviews, her questions. I agree with Paul. It's a lot of stupid things that she kind of brought up and said, especially when she talks about organic groups. Uh, That gives away a lot. Mark, being dumb, speaks up when Cody gives his answer about people being in the know about things that he was doing. Mark gave himself away completely as one of those people and argues with Cody. I would have just said, yeah, man, amen, I agree. I mean, if you hadn't ratted me out, I'm not going to rat myself out, but Mark... I wonder about his emotional fortitude to be able to play this game because he seems to take everything very, very serious. If somebody says something, he feels like he's being attacked. He he doesn't seem like he can hold back and play it the right way. Mark, again tonight, speaks up, says, man, what do you mean? Uh, Dude, I mean, why don't you just put a target right on you because you just told everybody that you're one of the people he was talking about. He just shook in his head yes and agreed and left it at that. Um, But I don't know that Mark's that kind of player To to be smart enough to catch on to that Uh, As we saw, uh, Cody's evicted He gets a chance to come back New HOH becomes Alex Uh, We get the battle back next Friday So whoever's evicted uh, tonight I'm sorry, Thursday night uh, Battles back on Friday I I think you can pretty much count Cameron out I don't even see how you can do a quiz with Cameron I mean, was he, no. Uh, so I think there's going to be a physical comp. Uh, you can count Cameron out. Jillian, I just let's, let's just skip over it. Jillian's not going to do anything. It's really going to come down to, <coughs> excuse me, who Alex has evicted tonight and Cody, or Thursday night. My God, guys, I'm sorry. Who Alex has evicted Thursday night and Cody. And it's going to be really super interesting Furthermore, this week it's going to be really interesting to see how Jessica puts herself in this game. Now, my advice to Jessica is to play possum. I think you just act like you're devastated, tell everybody you're sorry for what Cody did, you're at their mercy, whatever they need you to do, you'll do it, just tell me, I'm at your mercy, I have no one. It's always great. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, and probably a lot of you guys are young,
3: um,
1: but back in the day of when wrestling was on, when it was at its height, I'm talking about way in the 70s and 80s, you'd have these, what they called heels, which were the bad, you know, villain wrestlers. And they would cheat and do things in the ring. And whenever they were getting beat by the baby face, which is the hero, you know, they'd put their hands up and wave them and just ask for mercy. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Please, mercy. Put their hands together in a prayer stance. Please don't don't hit me anymore. I, I, you know you're beating me. I, I, I can't take any more mercy. And the minute that the hill would turn their or the minute that the baby face would turn their back, the hill would you know gouge them in the eye or rake their back or do some kind of quote unquote illegal move. Uh, and as a kid, it was great stuff, but that's something that I think Jessica really needs to do. I think Je- Jessica needs to back herself in a corner and say, look truth be told, I got nobody to work with. I lost the only person that was going to help me through this game. My level of threat is basically zero. I have to find people to work with. I have to bury the hatchet, and I have to do whatever you want me to do. At this point, I am somebody's slave. If you want me to work with you, and Alex is a great person to go to right now and say, look, I'm at your mercy. You need me for a vote. You need me to work with you. You need me to find out information. Whatever you need me to do, I, I have got nobody, and you just happen to be the next HOH, and I will ride with you as long as you want me to, But I am in a very desperate state. It's a great time to play possum. You survived being part of a very, very targeted player. You survived it. Smoke's cleared. Put your hands up, wave them around, back yourself into the corner and say, Alex, I've got nothing. If you send me out, it's pointless. It's not going to do you any good because you're going to have people that are still in this house that are gunning for you and they're much more competitive than I am and can do a lot more damage than I can. You can send me home, but I don't know that it's going to do you any favors. I think that Jessica can play that role if she's smart and straightens up, and I think that she can get herself in a better position for the weeks coming. It is very smart for her to play the I've got nobody role. And I'll be honest with you. As a strategy in this house, I really think it's a strong case to find that person that is alone and has no one, especially when you have power, and find a deal there, find some kind of common ground with them, because they really don't have anybody. Jessica really doesn't, and she is a vote, and she is somebody who might be able to win a POV or win an HOH here and there. She didn't come really super close, but she was in that fight tonight. And I think that there's maybe a competition that might have her name on it. And don't think that she's going to be crying about Cody tonight. Maybe she will. I would be surprised. I think she's there to play. I think she's there to win. I think she can be very vain, and I think she can be very cold. I say this week after week, and I don't want to be wrong, but I think it's very, very, very possible that if Jessica can make the right moves, Jessica can survive another week. Every week Jessica survives, the better her position is if she knows how to play a better social game. She's going to have to learn to bury the hatchet, though, and Alex is the first one she needs to go see right off the bat. I got nobody to work with, Alex. I, I got nothing against you, never said anything. Listen, whatever we had with Cody and all that, I, you know, listen, I was stupid. Maybe I was a little jealous of you and Cody talking. I think Cody really liked you, you know, in a way of, you know, hell, throw it out there. I think Cody really did like you deep down, and that made me jealous, but he's out and i was stupid and i need i i'm asking for mercy from you it's going to be super super interesting if jessica can play that role but it is important for jessica to survive by playing possum she might just sneak through one more week uh if she does that um but we're going to see that in the battle back uh i think this battle back is way too soon again depending on who alex sends home i don't see a lot i mean, you can't send paul i you know I don't know who you put up against Cody that has a shot against Cody and who would really go on the block with Alex to give Cody a run for his money, so Jessica may be able to survive one more week. you know she just doesn't want to face Cody in the buyback or battleback because I'm sure she'll lay down for Cody to come back um, which will be interesting now being that I'm on the show with you guys, I don't hear a lot of conversations on the uh on the live feeds. ...for the HOH. I don't know if Elena and Alex made a, uh, made a deal, but I find it very, very interesting that Elena held on for so long, and Alex held on for so long against each other. There's got to be something there to make them fight against each other that long, and if there's no deal that struck, I would wonder if Elena not is not somebody that Alex would put up, um, but we don't really know where Alex stands. She seems to be in good position with everyone a little bit like Kevin, she seems to be in good positions with everybody. I don't see anyone that she really has serious, serious issues with. Jessica's an easy target, but like I said, maybe Jessica and Christmas are just too easy for Alex and she puts them up. And Alex can go home or maybe or I'm sorry, Christmas goes home or maybe Elena goes home. But I wouldn't be too surprised if Christmas isn't too easy for Alex and says, so, you know, I just don't see a lot of value there with her. She may have to be the person I put up to save some face, no blood on my hands, and I get through a week, uh, depending on who she puts them up against, uh, possibly Ramsey's. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. that. I, I think that she's a big move player and probably the biggest move, and I would argue that Jessica's a big move. I really don't think it is, uh, Jessica. But I think maybe Josh and maybe Matthew are big targets. But, again, I think that they're all okay so it's going to be really interesting what Alex does as she kind of goes on her own. But I will say this. I do think Alex's HOH is all hers alone by herself. I don't think she's going to listen to anybody that's going to tell her what to do. That means Paul. Uh, so I think that, honestly, huh, I don't think that anybody's going to tell Alex how she needs to run her HOH. Um, listen, guys, I've got to take a quick commercial. When I come back, I know, I know, I know. When I come back... Uh, I'll, I'll find a really, really short one. But when I come back, we're going to talk about uh, the power rankings, which is a uh, an opportunity for us to talk about a lot of players. I don't rank everybody. I know uh, Adam Pusch does his. It's really good. And I do take a lot from his, too, but I don't copy it. But I, I, I like to read his. Um, and we don't agree on a lot of things, but it gives us opportunity. I, he does everybody. I do my top players. I do my bottom players. Uh, There's a lot of people. It's just a waste to go in and talk about Raven and and Matt. These are people that are not really effective at the moment. I know that they're doing things, but they're not effective uh, at this point. They'll be mentioned, I'm sure, as we go as numbers thin. um, But, listen, I I really, really, really think that we've got a good top couple and a good bottom couple. Also, before I go into commercial, I want to say, I do like this next temptation. I do like the hex. I do like the ability to cancel an eviction. That is awesome. And, guys, when you go to vote, think about who's possible. I mean, watch these feeds. You know, look on Twitter. Look on Morty's. Look on Online Big Brother. Wherever you go to get your info, hopefully it's Morty's, but wherever you go to get your info, uh, whether it's other people on Twitter, whatever, you need to watch and see – what Alex's nominees are going to be. And if they're going to be nominees that are worth keeping in this house, give them this hex. I think they would get it maybe before the – I would think they're going to get it before the eviction. It's a great opportunity to flip this game and make it crazy. Now, I know some of you don't want to hurt Alex's game, but we're here to be entertained, guys. We want to see a good season. And if that means Alex has got to do something and get hurt by it, so be it. I mean, you know, you're going to have to, you know – Yeah, make an omelet without bashing a few eggs. If we want a good season, sometimes you just have to vote the way that the season's going to need you to to make it good. So on this next one, maybe pay a little attention to, and I don't know if the voting's closed. I I personally don't vote, so I don't have a hand in it. But kind of pay attention on Twitter. There's a lot of great people that are out there tweeting. Pay attention. See what looks like Alex is doing. Is it somebody that you kind of want to see saved? Let's vote for them for the hex. Let's do something to mix up the game a little bit. You have a lot of power. Use it. Use it for the right reasons. Use it for the right players. That's all I'm asking. Hey, guys, I'll be right back with my power rankings. Hang on there. You're listening to the Big Brother After Show with your host, Sam. I'll be right back in one minute and 47 seconds. Where's Jill?
2: She's really lonely and out walking the cornfield again. Do you think they will ever find this true love? Not hanging out with us all day. We used to be until we met on Farmers Only. FarmersOnly.com is the new online dating site for farmers, ranchers, and good old country folks. You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. many folks, just don't get it. I had a way to.
1: By the way, guys, I want to thank Renee. Renee always, 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 always tweeting us, retweeting us. Just a huge friend of the show. She said Alex made a deal with Elena and Jason that none of them would be put up. So my original prediction of Elena, uh, I do think that there was something there to make her fight that hard for it. But apparently Elena and Jason, if Alex keeps her word, will be safe. That would make an obvious uh, option to go up very, very interesting. You know, Josh is – I I feel like Josh is very capable going up. Uh, I, you know, I just I can't stand I, I can't I can't stand keeping that guy around. To be honest with you, I just think he's risky. Like I said, he's a liability. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> for everybody interested, the URC at the U at URC show, please follow him. Uh, always got some great stuff going on over there. He says his odds to get back in the house. He's got Cody at uh, a negative six hundred, substantial favorite. Jillian plus four hundred. Uh, should be uh, on Biggest Loser, which I think is uh, <laughs> it's just be on Biggest Loser. Cameron plus two hundred, unknown as even money. I love it. This guy knows his stuff. <laughs> so you're going to have to put a lot of money down for uh, Cody to be the winner on that one. So if Vegas is betting on Big Brother, URC has got the numbers, my friends. Cody at negative six hundred, a substantial favorite. J- J- Jillian plus four hundred, should be on the Biggest Loser. And Cameron, at plus 200, unknown player is even. So that's very, very interesting right there. Always great stuff from URC. Man, that guy knows his stuff. I love it. Uh, a friend and a friend indeed. Uh, and really, more family than anything else. But I appreciate URC. Awesome tweet. Uh, so now we got to do our power rankings, guys, and I'm going to let you get out of here. I know we said we would take calls, and we're trying to find a way to make this happen. I think it will be easier as we go along. There's a flow to a show, and maybe this is a bad one. Maybe it's a good one. But you have to find the right place to put callers in, uh, and we're going to definitely try to figure that out next week, uh, especially with the battle back coming up. We may have to do – now, I don't know. We may have to do a special show, possibly Friday night. I'll, I'll let you guys know. i got to think about this. Maybe Friday night uh, after, after the battle back. Uh, it will always be 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, standard time, but we may to do a show and just skip Thursday show. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out because that would kind of put everything up to current, and it would kind of give us an idea of what's going on, who went home, all this stuff. I could do two shows in a row, but I think I'd lose you. Um, I'm not that interesting. Um, okay, so let's do the power rankings again. I just do a few at the top. I do a few at the bottom. These things are made at the kind of throughout the week. Don't hold me to the fire. Some of these are really good uh, because, obviously, just for some reason, uh, being the, uh, you know, the troubadour talk, sometimes you just get these visions from the Big Brother Gods and you just guess right. Uh, I do that sometimes, believe it or not. Um, But, you know, we just take the top people and maybe they're not in good cases right now, but this is the reasons I have them where they have them. Uh, In my top power rankings right now, I did put Alex number one, and I am not going to lie. I can send you a picture of the actual notes here that are written out. But Alex, I've got number one. She's good with everybody around the house. She's playing her cards right and volunteering to be a pawn. Uh, worked great for Paul. I think that that let Paul know that she's down, she's in. I know she probably deep down didn't like it as a competitor, but she didn't uh, really try with the, with the veto. She knew how to play her role. Sometimes knowing your role in the house is the best place to be. I think Alex, at this point, is really good at playing a role. It's going to be really interesting with this HOH if she hurts herself or helps herself. Uh, I kind of think Alex might be aggressive here. I think she may go for big players, and I think she may cause a rift that we're already seeing in the house. Um, And a rift that we saw actually happen tonight on the show, which I will give Paul some credit here. I think Paul getting into the cracks of the house and aligning people and saying, look, you know, whatever's going on, especially after that show with Dom where she was doing her interview show and a lot of things were revealed. Well, Paul, credit where credit's due, getting right in there, that's the perfect time to start making those cracks a little bit bigger throughout the house and giving yourself more opportunity to kind of sneak through. Very smart on Paul's part. But um, very very good for her to to play the pawn role and do what she's got to do. Uh, It'll be interesting, like I said, to see where HOH stands. I think she can go a lot of different ways, uh, but I think she's going to go big. Uh, My second place, and and it pains me to give this guy this power ranking, and I did it last week, and I think my reasons were good enough. Josh is the most unstable, selfish, and emotionally weakest player in this game. But, guys, how is he constantly solid for everyone in the house? He's constantly... Like he can't do any wrong It blows me away This is a guy who took safety week, week one Took safety in front of everybody's face And told them to screw off Right Has gotten is, is Accused of peeping on Raven While she's in the shower Is Has went off on the house already Went off on, on Megan You know poor Megan Got drilled by him for no real apparent reason I mean yeah, she said some things that he caught wind of, but not to the level that he was giving her. This is a guy who's very emotionally unstable in the house and not in a way where he's violent or dangerous. He's just a basket case. And for this guy to still be in the position he's in now, he may be going on the block next this week. I don't know, or next week. I don't know. I got a pretty good feeling that he might be one of the people she would pick. He's an easy, he's an easy guy to put up there. But to this guy to still be where he is, to be able to say what he's been able to say and get away with what he's been able to get away and be in this emotional basket case. Man, more power to you, man. More power to you. I give Josh second place. Third place, I'm going to give it to Kevin. I always give Kevin these spots. I just think Kevin is so strong with people. And he's lied. Listen, he took $25,000 the first day. Smart, genius. Anytime you can be anonymous, do it. Okay. Anytime you can win a prize, to be honest, you don't know if you're going to be there the next day, take it. He was one of the older players to come in. A lot of people, you know, hey, they vote out the older players. We see it time and time and time again that they're on the outside looking in. Kevin probably knew that that was going to be a situation for him. He took the 25 grand and is still solid with everybody. I mean, put the medal on him. I mean, fantastic. Not only that, but he's voted so odd the last two, two evictions. I mean, he's just, his votes have been so weird, you know. And and to me, it's just like one of those things where I just, you know, he votes for Ramsey's, and then he votes for for I think he voted for Jillian. You know, when he when he wasn't really supposed to. I, I just, you know, look, Kevin's throwing it all into the kitchen sink, man. And he's surviving. And when people question him, he's got this mystible ability about him. He kind of missed him and kind of moves forward, just kind of ignores the question and still has people believe that he's telling the truth. I love Kevin in this game. Do I think he wins? He was my pick early on. I don't know at this point. It's a really weird season to pin down. But I just like Kevin's position. The social game looks great. Um, but I think the one thing about Kevin I wanted to note is as – the house begins to dwindle as the numbers get smaller. I think there's going to be a lot of suspicion on Kevin. I really do. I think that there's going to be a lot of of, of people that are going to say, wait a minute, you know, what's Kevin up to? I, I just think that there's going to be a lot more push from somebody later coming down the road. I think Kevin's not going to be so easily to miss everybody. These, this house gets very, very paranoid as numbers dwindle down. There's a safety in numbers right now. But as that number gets smaller, and we're seeing it happen because we've seen what happens with Cody putting so many people up and God knows if Christmas can return and everything else. Listen, you know, this is a cast that's starting to kind of shrink. And as we get into the fifth, sixth week, Kevin's going to get, I think, a lot of suspicion on him. It's time for him to start moving in a way where he can start aligning himself. This floating thing is only good for so long, and we've seen it happen for people that win. But Kevin has to... Make a commitment somewhere I think he's smart to wait it out But there's going to be a point where that commitment has to be made And if it's not made Eyes are going to really narrow on Kevin They're going to start watching Kevin a little bit closer And questions about Kevin's game Is going to get a little bit more inquisitive Kevin's got to be very, very careful But right now I love where he's at uh, You know, my fourth place at the, at the top you got to give it to Paul He's still safe, he's still in control um, He got rid of his enemy uh, and Cody, but I want to ask you guys, do you really think that him getting rid of Cody was the smartest move for him? I tend to believe that it wasn't the smartest move for him. Yes, Cody's coming after him. Yes, all this. But if he would have thought about this all the way through, the two biggest threats in that house right now are were Cody and Paul. And the one thing that I think is missing with a lot of players when they go into this house, something that I feel like Dr. Will was really good at and at times Dan was really good at, which is knowing that there is a bigger threat that you have to keep in the house. Somebody that's always going to draw votes. Somebody that's always going to draw a, an opportunity to put them on the block. And someone that you almost have to keep helping survive so that they continue to take the heat. Paul really probably should have thought twice about this Cody situation. Yeah, he didn't like you. Yeah, he didn't want to work with you. Yeah, he put you up. But the truth of the matter is, is that you were safe. It doesn't matter. It's, it, it's all dust in the wind. Come the next week And I don't know that Paul would have been dumb To really talk to Cody a little bit And see are, is there anything We're willing to do Is there anything you're willing to do with me I mean just me and you talking Is there any future here possible Can you break the wall and just talk to me For a minute I don't know that Cody would have been able to do it But it would have been nice to see Paul try I don't know that Cody going home Is best for Paul I think it could absolutely hurt Paul um, and Paul is right now being Paul, which is not good in my experience, in my opinion. experience, In my opinion, I think Paul being too overbearing on the players that are in the house right now is dangerous for him. Eventually, like I said, the light bulb goes off. You're safe for now, man. You should have just played that social game. You should have just let people – you should have let the house play out, and I really firmly believe that. I think, I think this H2H may be a, a situation for Paul – where people are going to start thinking about Paul sitting there in safety, and he's in safety, and yet he's still having these meetings and he's still talking to people. And although you might think that's good, at times that's really bad. you got to know your role. Paul's role, I think this early on, is just to make friends and shut up. And I think when in this HOH, constructing this Cody thing, all that may have just set himself up to look like a really competitive player, um, not laying low. Not letting the house play out the way it was going to play out. You should have let somebody else have HOH and decide things. Um, I I just think that it was a really bad, bad um, situation. Um, I think that you should have just left Cody alone. I think you should have let Cody start a war with other people in the house. That would have given you a lot more cover. Now Paul is fully exposed, and if Cody wasn't coming back, you have to think about, Paul's really exposed There's a lot of people that eventually are going to sit there and say, man, (laughs) when week four comes, boy, when week four, when you're off of that safety, man, we're going to put you to the test. And I think there's going to be a little bit of Paul, especially depending on who's gone by then. Paul's going to maybe have to fight a little bit to stay because Cody's gone. Really think that was a bad decision. I think he should have let the house divide itself. I think he should have picked a side. I think he should have ran with it. I think if he'd have waited it out The house would have been less four people Of course we have battle back But it would have been less a few people That would have allowed him to work more tightly with others We're we're still at the beginning phase of this game And although Excuse me Although a lot of people Have figured themselves out and figured others out There's still a proponent of this That nobody that you're seeing play Is really playing as themselves quite yet You may see some that are uh, obviously I don't think Alex has an agenda But there are some that are not playing true to themselves yet Kevin being one And I think that this is a, That that time's a great time to find out Let it play out Let Cody put somebody else up He put Christmas up See what happens Let it go Throw the HOH See what the house does with Cody I think putting yourself in that position To fight one-on-one was a bad, bad decision uh, I think it could come back to haunt him uh, And that's the end of my top when we come down to my bottom, some of you guys are going to disagree, but I really feel like Christmas is on the bottom. Uh, and as I said before, I think, uh, I think it's one of those things, how long can she lay low and be hurt? They've already said that they're not going to adopt or they're not going to adapt to any kind of competitions for her, as they shouldn't. But this makes it a really awkward situation. I mean, I can't sit there and want half a million dollars, okay? And I know a lot of people got flack for saying that they just want to make it a jury. We hear that every year. I think that's a non-threatening move for a lot of people. If I just make it a jury, that just gives you time to kind of thin the numbers. It's a tactic I would definitely use. Hey, man, I just want to get a jury. All you're doing is just trying to tell people, throw them off your scent, see if you can get them to, to keep you to jury as you want it, and let the house thin before you start really kind of playing hard. And Matt may be one of those guys. I know he was getting a lot of flag for saying that. But – He may be one of those guys that's just really waiting for this house to thin out before he gets serious.
3: Um, I hope, anyway.
1: But Christmas is one of those that I just think that you can only lay low for hurt hurt for so long.
3: Uh,
1: I think that she talks a little too much, and I think she's a little delusional. Um, I think that the realization that she's a non-bloody eviction uh, is going to creep into somebody at some point, as I said before. She offers nothing to an alliance, um, and she won't be able to do anything to help an alliance out for weeks. Uh, somebody's going to put her up. Out of, just Somebody needs to put her up and put her out of her misery at this point. Uh, I, I, I think she's just going to hop around talk too much. And like I said, people who are very active, you put a cast on them, you make them lay down a lot, which she's going to have to do after the surgery. She can't just hop around. These people get depressed when they can't move and be active, when they can't work out, when they can't do things. They start to become self-conscious. Am I losing my muscle? Am I getting fat? Then they start becoming miserable, especially if they're just laying around eating. I think that's going to take a serious toll on Christmas that nobody's thinking about. I think Christmas may be a very difficult person to deal with in the next couple of weeks. I would not be surprised if Christmas is somebody that goes home very soon. I just think she's so strong, her personality is so strong, and the desire to be involved and not being able to is going to make her miserable, and I think it's going to be infectious with other people around her. I think i got to put Christmas in my bottom, guys. Uh, the other person was Dominique. Dominique had a lot of faith in her, but she's starting to fall out. Uh, her little interview show exposed her to some of the insider lingo that was going on, like organic groups and people being hooked up with these people and da-da-da-da-da. Um, calling players outsiders is something that she said in the group In the group, uh, in a room full of people Which only a few people knew about outsiders So I think it exposed her as somebody who is very involved And very interconnected in the house And I think this is very, very harsh on her I think trying out for TMZ Maybe she can do that when she gets out of the house But there's no place for TMZ And Morty Povich and all this stuff inside the house You should have just made it fun you shouldn't have tried to get down to the nitty-gritty. You shouldn't have done all that. It just made you look worse. At the end of the day, Dom's game has fallen a lot, and it's very disappointing because there's a point where Dominique was really, really, really ultra-connected to everybody in the house, uh, and she was somebody that a lot of people trusted and came to came to, and talked to. Um, <laughs> I just ran a tweet. Um, but... I really am disappointed in Dom. I think that was a really, really stupid move. I don't know if that's something production put on her or what. But I'll be really surprised if she doesn't start getting the shutdown where people are really afraid to talk to her. Uh, A lot like Josh where people are just saying, you know what, I think she's too connected around here. And I think she's got loose lips. Loose lips sink ships. And I think that Dom very much put herself in that position by having this interview show. So she is definitely low. Um... And then the final two, uh, Jason, I think Jason's in serious trouble. I just think that um, – I think he's a, an obvious choice to be put up now. According to Renee, he's been guaranteed safety by Alex. But I, I think he's a little bit clueless, um, and I think he made a lot of ties to try to keep connected to Cody, and I think a lot of that is going to come back to kind of kind of bite him. I think that he's a legitimate block contender very soon. Uh, I don't know that he does a lot for anybody. I don't know that he is very solid with anyone. And I think that a lot of times he comes off very shady. And I think that Jason is somebody who is definitely a block uh, option very, very soon. Uh, And so my final one, because I know I need to get out of here, I know you guys want to get on, uh, is Ramsey's. Um, All he had to do was throw the video, veto. Like they say, you had one job, man, one job. (sighs) A job. He just had to drag and come in last. All he had to do was sit down, let the numbers count, let the time go by. He could have sent a message out to his family on the POV, you know, whatever. He could have done anything in the world. But instead, it did make it look like that he was making an effort that made people believe that he is somebody that may not be able to be trusted and moves that where they're going to need him to cooperate. He may not be cooperative. I don't know how I mean there's a lot of dumb moves in Big Brother One of them has to be sitting there And talking to people about how you promised Everyone in your family That you would not throw a comp Especially at times when people are going to ask you To do just that Not sure that that was really smart of Ramsey's Um, The fact that he even was thinking about Staking, saying to some uh, Insane promise he made to, to Somebody outside the show Is ridiculous And I honestly feel like Ramsey's a little lost I really feel like he is very um, in inadapt to this game. I think that he is, his maturity level for gameplay and strategy is just not there. I think eventually he's going to be an easy nominee to be put up on the block. Whether or not he's a threat to go home, I don't know. But he is somebody who maybe could last a couple of nominations. But eventually, as time goes by and as numbers thin down, Ramsey's going to have a lot of trouble, in my opinion, getting through it. Uh, and so he finishes up my last spot. Uh, guys, listen, we're going to have uh, next Thursday show, we'll have an uh, eviction, we'll know who's going to be playing Cody. As I said, I'm going to have to sit down and make a decision with, uh, with the show here whether or not we're going to do a special show Friday and skip Thursday. I won't do both. It's either going to be Thursday or Friday, and of course you'll see that announcement on Twitter. But I have to think that Friday night would be a good one to do just for the fact that we can see the battle, block, battle back. We know who's going to be coming back. My bets on Cody. Hey, URC has um heavily favored, so that even backs me up even more. Um, and, and you know, I just don't see anyone that Alex might put up giving Cody quite a fight. I mean, even if it's Jessica, there's no fight there. Um, you know, if for some reason Christmas went up, I see no fight there. Uh Maybe Mark or Matthew, but I don't know that those are two people she'll put up. I think that they're pretty obvious choices for her, but we'll see. It's kind of hard to know what the inner workings are with Alex. I don't think that she's going to give a passive aggressive nominee. I think she's going to be an aggressive uh, HOH. So I think it will be somebody that she feels is a threat in the house, and she'll do this whole, oh, it's good competition. Let's just go out there and compete. If you want it bad enough, you'll win, you know, and everybody will say, okay, fine. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not always, always, always about competition. But she is playing a good social game. We have said that. So there is that going for Alex. But whoever we see go home is probably going to be the most competitive against Cody. But, guys, you saw it the way I saw it tonight. Cody is a man on a mission. Once he heard that he was coming back, he got fired uh, up pretty good. I think that Cody, <laughs> I think Cody stomps through it. It had to be a competition that was just not his bag, uh, and that's hard to see being that, like I said, I don't see a, a quiz trivia thing being, being anywhere near fair for, for Cameron. So I think it is going to be probably a puzzle and something else. God forbid that Christmas goes on the nomination block and goes up. <laughs> Cody might as well just take his time. Um, I mean, Cameron might could win, but you can count Jillian out. But uh, So that's going to be really, really interesting to see who's going to come back in this battle back uh, situation, and that will give us a little bit more idea. Let's hope that Cody comes back just for the sake of the season, that Cody comes back with a new attitude, playing a different type of game and slowing things down a little bit, getting rid of the poker face. Realize what doesn't work, man, and realize what does work. What did work was you talking to people, communicating, expressing who you really were, The person that was being interviewed is the right guy for this game. If he can come back and be that guy, I think he can be very dangerous. Take him a lot of work to win people over, but he could do it as numbers get dwindled. And if he gets safety coming back in the house, we don't know. We have seen – I think that has happened before. But if he comes back in safety for the week when he comes back, that gives him another week to kind of work people. Things could get very, very interesting uh, for this as we go forward. Again, I'll keep you guys posted on what we're going to do for the Friday show or Thursday night show. I'm leaning towards Friday night. I think it would be a lot of fun to kind of do a special show. Um, but guys, listen, always fun, always a blast. i want to thank you so much. Our numbers have been incredible this season so far, and I owe that all to you guys in spreading the word, getting on there and tweeting with me. We'll have some polls that are coming up this week. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, be tweeting you guys, retweeting you guys, following you guys, seeing what you have to say, and we will be on top of it. So please, Keep active on Twitter. That helps me keep in touch with you guys and kind of tweet you out and kind of get some opinions. Uh, I want to thank URC so much for for tweeting us. Renee, uh, you know all the you know Mr. Mr. Excitement always uh, tweeting us too, uh, and, and Anissa. Thank you guys so much for all the support. We're gonna have a good time this season, I believe, and we got a long way to go. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Be good to each other. This is the Big Brother After Show with your host Sam. Have a good night.
2: Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> bye bye! Pull the mask off. People aren't gonna like what they see. Looks gonna look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open. Just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. I always feel... unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother